0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to this week's award-winning Man on the Post. I am Chris, uh, and with me as ever, I've got Colin.
1: Hi there. All right. Yeah, I'm good, thank you, yeah.
0: Good, good, good. Uh, And we've got two new guests this week. We've got, um, firstly, we've got Jack. How are you doing, Jack? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself? Uh, Very well, thank you very much. Um, And we've got all the way from the United States of America, we've got uh, Chad.
2: Good evening, boys.
0: All right. I say all the way from the United States of America, it's Skype, so it's not quite as glamorous as maybe <laughs> it sounds. Um, quick couple of questions for you guys. Uh, who do you both support? Uh, I, I support Southampton.
2: Okay, I'm and sure. Chad? And I support Spurs.
0: Spurs. So you're here in enemy territory, Jack. There's at least three Portsmouth fans on this podcast.
2: Uh, well, someone's
0: got
3: to, haven't they? Someone's got to support them. Yeah, well, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and have either of you ever seen The Wire? Um, no. No? Bits, bits no. and pieces. Bits and pieces. Well, that's good enough for us. That's my, it's my <laughs> favourite programme, so I'd like asking that question. Um, this week we're going to be talking about uh, all the action in this week's Premier League. Uh, Leeds won, so we'll talk about the Championship for Colin. Um, and we will be talking about our Aston Villa 5 side Premier League team and drawing next week's as well. So, um First of all, uh for reasons none other than the fact that I'm a Liverpool fan and um we'll start there, shall we? Liverpool one, Crystal Palace two. Uh Palace went ahead through Balassi, Coutinho, uh equalized through uh sort of a strike from about ten yards out for Scott Dan, Scouser Scott Dan and Liverpool fan Scott Dan. Judas Scott Dan there. Yeah? Um he scored the winner with eight minutes left to go. Who saw this one?
3: I saw bits and pieces of it, yeah, yes. Um Good old Alan Pardew again and he's doing well mm. Palace
0: Alan Pardew uh, now this is he's been involved in three wins against Liverpool so of course he had 90, he had this one uh, the one last season where he ruined Steven Gerrard's farewell yeah. um, and he played in 1991 when they beat uh, Liverpool at Anfield and of course he scored the winning goal didn't he in the cup semi-final in 1990 really if anybody remembers 1990 it's a year after I was born so, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so you may have watched it but you're just not quite aware of it maybe i might have seen it um right, okay so you're all from a fairly unbiased position so uh did Palace deserve this victory or liverpool with their 22 shots and 64% possession um were they robbed
1: the best manager won
0: oh you like him bit <laughs> i
1: do i do like a bit of parchi um I mean I've previously predicted that Pardew will be the next England manager so yeah, we also wow.
0: predicted Liverpool to win the league last season
1: uh, yeah wouldn't okay. surprise me um, yeah, yeah I, I, I look um, I, I think Klopp's honeymoon period had to end at some point and if it was going to be anybody who was going to do it it was going to be Pardew um, and, and you saw some pretty good images as well didn't you of Pardew with his, his, his hand in, in, in the face of Klopp you know, talk yeah. to the hand. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I just love Pardew. Um But the, the thing, the thing with Palace sorry, is that you, you can never, you know, bet against Palace when when they're away from home. They're, they're great. Mm. Um, and yeah,
3: palace Bel- I, I... as well. He's just been a cracking player from all, all season and last season as well. I just don't know how how can you not knock them? The honest, they're they doing so well in midfield,
0: attacking boys. Chad, save me.
2: Well, I can't deliver too much good news for you, Chris, because I agree that Palace was probably good value uh, for the win and that that Liverpool back line is really what needs to be fixed over time here. They had some quality chances to add some further goals, but they just couldn't finish their chances.
3: I I think they got unlucky with the uh, whole Sacco injury kind of thing. He went off the pitch and then come back on five minutes later and they almost conceded and then he went back off for Lovren to come on it was a bit of a strange one but
0: well he he came off and then saw Lovren was about to come on and realized that maybe it's better off with a a half-fit Sacco is better than a fully fit (laughs) Lovren it's probably true (laughs) Eric you can't talk to us about Lovren you stiffed us with that one yeah well
3: you know we we just got got a good deal there didn't we (laughs) yeah you did you did indeed
0: um first loss in 13 for Liverpool Klopp voiced his disappointment at the Liverpool fans leaving um that's not particularly unusual, is it? He, the he, fans, just,
3: like, he was going out and shaking their hands when they scored and stuff. I don't know if you saw that. he, yeah, gave he them did, the high he? five and stuff, yeah. That was pretty cool to see from a manager. So.
0: I think he's probably the coolest manager in the Premier League at the minute. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so he's the coolest. I think we've got Alex Neil down as the hardest on this podcast at the minute.
2: He looks like a very hard man.
0: He does, doesn't he? He's not someone you want to... You'd be a very brave fourth official, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, he looks like something... Uh... Like, he could be a henchman for in the next Jason Statham movie. Oh, he does, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> well,
1: what, um, I, what I thought was interesting as well, Chris, is... Um, and I'd be interested to get your thoughts on this, Chris, is that in the crowd was Stephen Gerrard.
3: Yeah.
1: At Anfield. Like. And, um, Chad, I mean, I, I don't know if maybe you can tell us when the MLS break is, um, but the, the, I think the plans are for Gerrard to train with Liverpool. I mean... Do we think that, that Gerrard's going to come back for a, a period with with Liverpool?
0: No, I absolutely hope not. Um, Klopp's famous for his pressing, isn't he? And you don't want a 35-year-old half-fit Stephen Gerrard to do your central midfield pressing, do you?
3: Maybe as a team morale sort of thing, but I wouldn't see him playing. Like Maybe chuck him in reserves or something, I don't know. but I
2: know. don't
3: know.
0: I mean... It, when he announced he was leaving last year, it didn't exactly sort of. They didn't pull for him then, did they? No, I think if yeah. I was Klopp, I'd want as little to do them as possible because if Cops starts suddenly going on a losing streak and he's sort of Steven Gerrard there, then it doesn't look good for him, does it?
3: I mean, it depends how long Henderson's sort of out for as well, I guess. And it, mm. but there are lots of other good midfielders in that team at the moment. I mean, Asensio was it, was it outstanding this match. I just don't know. There was just. There are other players in there you could go over. Gerrard at the moment. There's there's no one. He's got, he's a great quality player in the past, but he's just he's just lost it now, and he? he's not really the same player.
2: Yeah, I think so. How's he been getting on in them um, in the MLS, Chad? Uh well, I actually got to see him in person this summer when he was in Denver. Um, yeah, he looked pretty good, but again, the quality of our league is not the best. But you could see that he's still he's a very smart player, and that's you could say tactically. And positionally, he knows where to be at all times.
3: Um, I watched him score a couple of goals
2: over there, and it's,
3: it's pretty decent still. He you know, you can still do a job.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, and I could say, just good news for you, is all reports out of here say that he will not be loaned out uh, to Liverpool. The LA Galaxy have been eliminated from the playoffs, I think a week or two ago. So their season is over, and the MLS season does not pick up again until March or April. So there is a possibility for a loan, but the, as of now, the galaxies say that will not happen.
0: Okay. Um, I just did another podcast last week that said that Stephen Gerrard's struggling to settle in, uh, Los Angeles due to the fact that it's hot over there. Um, and he didn't realize that it was going to be hot.
3: <laughs> a little bit hotter than Liverpool, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, this is the same guy that also said his favorite kind of cheese was melted as well. So <laughs> I don't know. Cracking. <laughs> um, Chad, moving on to your chaps. Arsenal 1, Spurs one. Uh Harry Kane opened the scoring and Kieran Gibbs equalized later on. I watched this I watched the highlights of this last night on Match of the Day. Um my initial thought was after watching it was how on earth did Spurs not win? Um Chad, how did they not win?
2: Well, they uh like a lot of teams or like a lot of times Spurs have had in the past few years, they when they get up one nothing, they don't find that second goal. Uh they had a couple quality chances I think I can remember a couple shots by Kane. There was an Aldo uh corner kick that he put a header straight on goal, but Peter Cech was there. So they just couldn't find that second goal that would have probably killed off the game.
0: Colin, Harry Kane, is one of our own. You're an England fan, aren't you?
1: I am a big Harry Kane fan, and maybe this is something we'll touch on, because... You know, there's a lot of discussion going on at the moment about um, Wayne Rooney, because he's not pulling up any trees at the moment, and uh, there's a lot of discussion about who's going to be the front man for, for England in the European Championships, and on current form it's not looking like it's going to be Wayne Rooney, so the question is who, and there's a lot of chat here, isn't there, about Jamie Vardy?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he definitely deserves a, a shout. Mm.
1: I, I I don't know if he does. This, this is maybe I'm going I'm to be harsh on him now. I, mm. it, is he just a, a one season wonder? Is he? I, I just don't. Do, do we just pick international players? I thought the same for Harry Kane.
3: Though, to be honest, so, so <laughs> he did all right for one one season, and then all of a sudden he's in the England squad. It's like it's it's, the same sort of boat, really. It's, <laughs>
1: You see, this is the thing, and, and Ch- I'd love to know what Chad thinks of, of Harry Kane. But I think Harry Kane's more of a rounded figure. I think he's he's mm. he's, he's more stable. He's more sensible. He's he's gone through the uh, the England under under twenty one setup. I think he's more groomed to be to be getting into that first team.
3: Um, he's he's definitely threatening in the strikers role now because Hodgson said this week. He, he, He's going to pick fit players only. You know, he's, he's not going to pick storage if he's only half fit. Or he's not going to pick Wailbeck if he's only half fit. So it's like... Not got many options. Going through there. No, that's it, really.
0: <laughs> right. Well, Chad, what do you make of um, your star striker and product of the Arsenal Academy, Harry Kane?
2: Ooh, that was a low blow there. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know I don't think he's was a product. Thing, to be fair. Yeah, I don't know product. He had a cameo. How about yeah. that? <laughs> um, no, I would say that he's... Uh, He's back on his goal-scoring ways. I think, I think with his goal yesterday, he might have six and five now, or five and five, yep. something to that effect. And he went through this drought in quotes. But the mm-hmm. thing is, he's such a well-rounded player to where he is always finding spaces. And when he's not scoring goals, he's he's finding a way to help the team. So I think he's a he's a very valuable asset. And in the England setup, if you go four four two. If you could find someone to play off of him, um, perhaps maybe a Vardy, that could be mm. a partnership for the future. Is he the first player that excites you the most? Um, I don't know. That's a hard question.
3: Erickson, for me, to be honest.
2: Yeah, yeah I it's like Erickson, but he uh, he kind of disappears at times. Mm. But Kane is always working, so I don't know it's just hard to say. You want to, again, with him being so young – and coming from our system you wanna kinda of temper your expectations on him.
0: What about Deli He seems quite a good prospect as well, doesn't he?
2: He's quite oh, a good. Yeah, no. I've been very impressed for someone only nineteen to go from MK Dons and League One football straight into the Premier League. Mm. And I think he started six or seven matches in a row now. That's that's an incredible accomplishment, I think. Mm.
1: I, I think I think on, on Harry Kane what I would say is I think he's got I'd, I'd put him at a fifty million pound player because oh, already, yeah, yeah, I would because I, I think if you look at the Premier League, everybody it's built in English. Well, everybody mm. built a Premier League up as this sort of super league. I'm telling you, there's not that many great strikers in it. I, I don't no. think there isn't. And you look at the likes. How of, many?
0: How many great strikers? Well, well,
1: hold hold on a second. You know, you got someone like Arsenal <laughs> who are reliant upon uh, Olivier Giroud, San-
3: okay. Sanchez.
1: You've got you've got Leicester with Vardy. Okay, they're they're a little bit of a one-off. But you look at what Manchester United have got. You look at what City have got. I think City would rather have um,
0: choose your words carefully. I, th- I think Aguero th- th- all season. They'd
1: rather, <laughs> yeah. they'd rather have Kane than Wolfie no. Boney. They wouldn't. Don't say no. it. Don't say and
2: Aguero. It. Yeah.
1: No way. No. 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 Not, not an Aguero than Wilfie Phony. <laughs> I, I oh, mean, yeah, what, what the... you've seen with all these top teams <laughs> is that they, they tend to have one good guy, but they haven't got two. You know, so so we look back at the old days when you'd have um, Ornery and Bergkamp, or you'd have Van Nistelrooy and Did Van Nistelrooy Rooney <laughs> play together, or Van Persie and Rooney? You know, there's a, there's a bit of a drought, I think, of top strikers like in the a little
3: league. and large, normally, isn't it, when they, when they play players like that. I mean, um, when Kevin Phillips used to play for Sunderland. I can't remember the guys played with. them Quinn. No Quinn. They were a great partnership for that sort of thing. it's... If you had more setups like that in the league, maybe there would be more players finding to get into those
0: England positions. But you have to get more four four two with those sorts of things. I think with two with two strikers, that's the kind of option it leaves you, isn't it?
3: That, that's another problem with it. A lot of the teams now playing one up front, aren't they? So it's mm. with,
0: so
2: that might
3: that have, have a been, lot to do
2: with it. Yeah, a lot of the national it's, sides would play the same sort of mm. formation. The, mm. the, mo- the modern striker is not what he used to be
0: no he's a number nine isn't he Harry Kane really he's he's, he's quite an old-fashioned kind of player isn't he I, th- um, I
1: think I think Chad hit it on the point that one of his versatilities is that he can do multiple tasks so he gets all around the pitch and, and he helps the team out and I think that's his you know his his thing
0: that stands out for him mm. well, sorry what are you going to say Chad
2: Um, yeah I was going to say really I mean he's not a a straight up number nine, I'd say. A lot of people would say that he's probably more of a number ten, who could, mm. who's really um, an elite finisher.
3: I think he okay. can play both positions quite well. Be honest, though. I mean, yeah, he, he can hold up the ball. He, he can shoot shoot from anywhere. You know, he he can be whatever you want him to be. I think that's he is one of those classic sort of strikers you want in that sort of role. But
2: okay, Um Spurs unbeaten since when, Chad? Since the uh, only loss is the opening day to Manchester United.
0: Well done. Uh, so they're the only team that's been unbeaten since the opening game of the season. And they're now fifth. They're three points from fourth. Um, Arsenal, it took till the 13th minute for them to have a shot. was um, now up to 10 assists for the season. for that rather stupendous cross for Kieran Gibbs. Could Larissa have done better on that one? Or we have been a bit cruel?
3: Mm. A bit hard to say, be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah, he kind of got the ball was kind of bundled over. He, I mean, if he's a hundred percent on his game, that's probably a save he makes eighty percent of the time. Mm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay, he finds a bit of uh, Chelsea bashing.
3: Well, just just before I got to give a shout out to Danny Rose's through ball though. For...
0: From, from left
3: back. Oh yes. What a through ball through to for Kane anyway. That was just from so far away. I'm just like straight through and straight in on goal it was just incredible <laughs>
0: uh, that wasn't my favourite through ball of the weekend no Delafeu to Lukaku Ooh. <laughs> it's hard to decide between them two but. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, yeah should you have a bit of Chelsea bashing always always excellent uh, well state one Chelsea nil on uh, Ortovic scored um, my impression watching this was Chelsea were rather unlucky they should have at least got a draw anybody else feel the same
3: they all look pretty down at the moment, don't they? All the Chelsea players. You can just sort of tell it well, as soon as that goal went in, they all went. Nah, I'm not having any more
0: of this. Did it you think so? Bit, you see, yeah. I, th- I thought they responded a bit differently than what they've done previously. I thought they, um, I thought they had a bit more about them this time. It was one of the most
3: flukiest goals as well. The ha- like half volley in. It was just oh like, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. But it's just when, when you see goals like that go in, and you, you, the feeling you get is just like, nah, this can't be happening. As a player, it's just. Oh, all these, uh, yeah. <laughs> seven losses now with Chelsea in you know, the Premier League. It's just mental.
0: Yeah, well, the last time they had seven losses was in 1978 and they got relegated. Um, <laughs> Colin, can you see the same thing happening?
1: <laughs> what, relegation? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't see relegation. Um, but I did say, I think in the previous podcast that um, Josie would probably be all right because he's, um, he's got Stoke coming up next and they'll probably win that and, and they haven't. Um, you know, you said Chelsea maybe were unlucky not to to win this or draw this, but th- th- hey, this is this is two games against Stoke that they've both lost. Mm. That that's not bad luck. Um,
3: it's the one the one player that makes the difference with Stoke is Ryan Shawcross, and if they have him back in the team, I think they're going to do. A lot better than people think.
0: He's a fantastically underrated player, I think.
3: Yeah, I, I don't understand how he's not getting called up for England himself. Well,
0: I don't either. Ferguson regrets selling Shawcross. He sold Shawcross because he had Jarrah Piquet. Um, and he Which, thought Jarrah to Piquet... To be honest,
3: if he stayed there, he couldn't really knock his decision. But...
0: <laughs> no, well, he thought Jarrah Piquet would be his, defend- his sort of central defender for the next 10 years. And, of course, Piquet mm. gets homesick and, um, and goes back to Barcelona. And Ferguson tried buying him back again. Uh, buying... Um, uh, Shawcross cross back again. He's a, I think he's probably the most underrated player of the Premier League possibly. Mm. Yeah, I found um,
3: him in my dream team two weeks ago, and I got eleven points for him in two games. So it's it's what he's the kind of player you can sort of rely on all all round, and he does get the odd goal here and there. But his tackles are just incredible. Mm. Slide tackles. He's not a better player in the league, I think, on
0: slide tackles. No, he's fantastic, and he's now um, Diego Costa's best friend. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're so close that they can pass on hygiene advice to each other. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I saw this. I tell you, I tell you what, I'm I'm, I'm hating Diego Costa. Why? More, more, he's he's an idiot.
0: Of course, and he's I, an idiot.
1: And I think he's overrated.
0: Uh, he might be that. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't think he's all that. Um,
0: we, we need people like that, though, don't we? Now now, Suarez has gone. We need people like Diego Costa. Yeah.
1: He's the he's. Sword. Cruising for a bruising, someone's going to get him. You know, I think at some point, someone's going to hit him you know, and hit him hard.
0: A Leeds fan from Essex, maybe?
1: Well, you don't. You don't know. I mean, it's. it's I, I just don't like his antics. He's just. Yeah, a little bit of playfulness is is good now and again, but no, even someone like Jose has got to be getting a little bit tiresome of him.
2: Fair enough. I am um, Chad. Do you like Diego Costa? Uh, No, we talk about him quite a bit on our show Uh, If he would, I mean he had a great season last year His opening in the Premier League But Mm. now it seems like he's too focused on winding people up Than to go score goals
0: Yeah, um, his record till his last season or so in La Liga wasn't great, was it? I mean maybe, is this the real sort of Diego Costa we're seeing?
2: I don't know, I'd have to look at the stats. Um, he was yeah. on
0: loan a few times, and he had a, a season and a half, maybe being really good at Atletico, and then they sold him to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And I think as well, if he's 25, then there's no way in the world I think he's 25. I think he's a trebo West 25.
3: <laughs> it's always, he always <laughs> looks like he's one of these like, 35-year-olds that have just sort of sneaked in the country and into like a different sort of yeah. age
0: gap kind of thing. Like... He must have had a hell of a paper round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Well, speaking of fun and games and other kinds of antics, who saw Aston Villa, uh, Manchester City and Rudy Justead?
1: Go go on, (laughs) I've got my own thoughts on this, Chris. You you go ahead with yours.
0: Anybody see this one, Chad and Jack? I missed this one. I I saw the highlights. Okay, Uh, so for Jack then and anybody else listening that um, uh, that didn't see this, basically what happened was, was there a ball kicked out because of an injury?
1: I, there, there was yeah
0: yeah yeah ball kicked out because of injury um and then of course the gentleman thing to do uh is throw the ball back to the opposition and everyone gives you a nice polite round of applause well rudy just did that um and he threw the ball kind of rather hard and if you look at him just before he throws it it changes his angle to joe hart as well doesn't he so makes it a little bit more difficult And of course joe hart miscontrols it um and it goes out for a corner which ironically enough rudy just said nearly scores from um Vincent Company tried to get Mika Richards to kick the ball uh, out of play again, gentlemanly. He was having none of it. Um, it would have been fun if City'd, if uh, Villa had scored from that. Who thought he was a bit of a rascal and who thought it was a perfectly normal thing to do?
1: Perfectly fine. Yeah? Because I, I think you've misread it, Chris. If, b- before he makes a throw-in, you can see him point to Joe Hart and he points at the um, goal kick spot. Yeah. Because that's what I'm doing and then he throws it hard to throw it out so, so it'll go off for a goal kick Joe Hart then moves into the direction of the ball to try and get it because he wants it at his feet to kick it out and this is something that Jermaine Jenner said on, on Match of the Day 2 and he miscontrols it and then he knocks it out for a corner look as far as Rudy said is, is concerned look he's tried to do the right thing he's just tried to throw it out then it's a goal kick. Fine, mm. the game goes on. But because of Joe Hart messing about, all, all Joe Hart had to do was just get out of the way, and it's a goal kick. Why, why is it? Why is he st- stopping the ball?
0: I wondered why he didn't just go out. But yeah, I wondered why he didn't just let it go out of play as well. Uh, you two guys, what do you think?
2: I'd say uh, I have nothing to add if Colin's observations are correct. I didn't see that, but if he saw it, it sounds like a accurate story to me. So. Uh, not too much to complain about if Hart just, you know, failed to let the ball go.
3: Okay. Jack? Um, well, so I didn't see the game, but um, Hart's been sort of off form recently, from, and he's got a lot of stick for it. And to get a clean sheet sort of tells him all to shut up, doesn't it, really? It's, yeah. <laughs> even if he does make mistakes, it's still a clean sheet. So <laughs> That's
0: true. Um, Fabian Delphi had a happy reception, didn't he, on his um, return? Who saw Stan will give him the thumbs down as he was walking onto the pitch?
1: Oh I didn't see that.
0: Stan Collingwall in his uh he was there with Talk Sport, he was there working. Um some journalist sat behind him, was filming him as um as uh Delph comes onto the pitch and Stan was there with his thumbs pointing down like some Roman emperor. Um It wasn't very uh, it wasn't a very happy return for him, was it?
2: Or should it or nor should it have been?
0: No, well, no, you're very true
3: I agree Well If Stan, if Stan Collingwell doesn't like you, that's it you're Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty bad <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, we have to remind everybody that um, There's quite a few people on on the man on the post Who have been uh, blocked on Twitter by Stan Not uh, me I am oh, one really? of them I am one of them, yeah uh, <laughs> Either tomorrow. of
0: you two? No, not yet Chad, are no. you blocked? I have not had the pleasure No? Oh, it's only a matter of time Um... So you think, Chad, you think this was all okay, this, the reception you got? I mean, I, I I agree with you as well. I mean, at the end of the day, it's only booing, isn't it? It's not like it's going to... Yeah,
2: I mean, as long as it didn't turn into violence, there's some booing. I mean, when he come out and did what he did, you know, uh, say, hey, I'm, I'm here for the club, I'm going to stay. And then, what was it, just three days later, he changed his mind? Yep. Yeah, it's better just to keep your mouth quiet until you're sure that that move is not going to go through.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you, Jack, it was all a bit of harmless fun.
2: Um. Yeah, I guess so. To be yeah. honest.
3: <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Um, uh, he, he's,
1: sort of he's, he's actually lucky that Aston Villa fans are actually quite sane and reasonable. If that had been a few other clubs, he could have got a hell of a lot more grief, I think. Leeds. Well, <laughs> hey, I, hey, you, you, you all know what's happened before, you know. T- t- you know, with all sorts of clubs, you know, people get sent death threats and things like that, and. You yeah, know, for being a Judas, you know that people can take it too far. Um, to be honest, Delft's probably got away with it quite lightly, I think.
3: Yeah, was he even there that long? I don't even. He's been there in about
0: three, four years, wasn't
1: he? Three, four years. Oh, he, he, was, he was. He's been there quite a while. um Because I remember he he signed there from from Leeds United when Leeds United were back in the third division. So, okay. so we, we are talking quite a few years. So I'd say five year. years. Yeah.
0: Third division. That's one for the teenagers, Colin.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: we've been there. But we come back. <laughs> so. um, Bournemouth near Newcastle one. Uh, a, a nice little twelve. Who saw this? A twelve o'clock kickoff on a Saturday lunchtime for those uh, Newcastle fans having to travel all the way down to Bournemouth. That was good. I bet they loved that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a great game. Yeah. Now this is a bit of a lesson for Bournemouth. Uh, they ran 119 kilometres compared to Newcastle's 114. Uh, Bournemouth have 20 shots on target and 67% possession. Newcastle scored the only goal of the game with their only shot on target in the whole game.
3: Was it even an attempt on goal? It sort of just passed
0: it in, didn't he? It? It, a... well, it was really, wasn't it? It was like a sort of gentle sort of pass back, almost, wasn't it? Hmm. Um, does anybody think Bournemouth aren't doomed? Me? Wow. Well. <laughs> uh, no. I think I'm slightly biased, but yeah. <laughs> There's no South Coast solidarity from you, is there? Well, it's not even really a derby, is it? It's just sort of a... They've is had it their r- cup final. <laughs> um, Chad, you reckon Bournemouth, you said no, you don't think they're doomed?
2: No, no, I said no, they're, they are doomed.
0: Oh, they are, yeah. That, that was yeah. me, Chris. Oh, that was you, was it, Colin? So, go on, yeah, I should have known. Um, why aren't they doomed?
1: Um, because I think there's worse teams in the league. Oh, you and, said this last week, didn't you? And, and I think that uh, Bournemouth have their own way of playing. I, I do rate Eddie, Eddie Howe very highly. Um... Mm. They've been hit by injuries. I yeah. think they're going to you know, come back from that a little bit. And just the fact that they were by far the better team but got beat by Newcastle is, is just a bit of a sickener. I, mm. I said right at the start of the season that Newcastle would get relegated. Everybody laughed. I'm, I'm not changing my mind from that at all because Newcastle are awful. Um, I think you can also throw Sunderland into that bracket and I think pretty much now you can... Un- <laughs> Unless Remy Gard oh performs a miracle at Villa, I think Villa are down as well. So I, I, think, I think I'd think i give Bournemouth a fighting chance. I mean, yeah, statistically you're going to say, yeah, Bournemouth are in trouble. But I think they've just got maybe something about them. Um, so I, I, I give them a chance. It's not... I'm Is not confident. How...
3: How long is this Wilson out for, for their stri- striker? The whole season. So it's, mm. that's the problem because he was the only thing that was really keeping them going. Or
0: well, Glenn just, Murray can score goals, can't
3: he? Glenn Murray can score goals on his day. I mean, Matt Ritchie's a good, a good attacking midfielder as well. But is there anything else in the team you can say it's Premier League quality? That's, that's Not the, really. That's maybe, the problem.
1: Maybe January might be the the, the, the big thing here. I mean, um, there's talk of um, a big American investor buying mm-hmm. 25% of the club um, it's already got Russian investment I think um, so they've got money behind them and so if they do feel that hey you know we maybe want to spend you know a few tens of millions to try and stay in the in the Premier League then they've, they've got the funds to do it okay. um, so yeah I, I just I've just got a warm spot for Bournemouth because I think that they're a well run club Um and I just I, I don't think they're as bad as some of the others out there. No?
0: Okay. Um Right, Leicester 2, Watford one. Um I don't know I can't remember. Is it Kante or Kant, the the guy that scored the first goal, the one that sort of Well hit the if um, Perez's goal was a pass back, God knows what this was. This was the one that sort of eked its way through uh oh, yeah. Gomez wasn't it? <laughs> um Gomez, oh, my God. Well, he's been I, I fantastic just, this season for them, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, but then he does moments like this, and yeah. it's just like, why are you still a goalkeeper? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's done okay for them this season, but, he, you know, he's got these in him, is not he? Um, and then Jamie Vardy, and then uh, Troy Deeney as well. Do I see Troy Deeney scoring still? Uh, did you see this one, Chad?
2: Um, I saw the highlights, and, yeah, the the play... By the Brazilian goalkeeper for Watford was pretty much atrocious, and he 's directly to blame for both goals, letting you know that ball get through his hands, and then giving up the penalty kick.
0: oh, yes, I forgot the penalty, yeah that was yeah um, so kind of reasons would... for that one
3: um, if Mares was sort of lining up to take it himself when he gave it to Vardi, which is. Great for Vardy, but not great for my dream team when I'm captain. Mares, come on! What's going on? <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> I picked them both. I've got Mares and and uh, Vardy. Yeah, me,
3: yeah, I've got them both. But I'm captain Mares and he just didn't do anything the rest of the game. But you know, can't <laughs> complain, I suppose.
0: <laughs> well. It, You've seen we've seen this before, haven't we? Either when people take the ball off someone for a penalty or they sort of get swapped or something, and then the person then taking the penalty misses. It could have been very embarrassing. Mm. As it was, he decided just to smash it down the middle.
3: I mean, with Vardy going for this record now, he you know, he deserves to give it a go, doesn't he? So
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. Um Leicester's seven wins this season. Uh how do you think guys Leicester will be looking at this? Do you think are they thinking Europe is yet I'm not necessarily the Champions League are they thinking the Europa League or are they thinking another 15 points and we're safe
3: wow well. <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe somewhere in the middle
3: at the mm. moment they're sitting in third place so you never know <laughs> but will they hold on for the rest of the season it's just going to be a bit of a tough one for, for Leicester I think but later on but I don't, if Vardy keeps on scoring and Mares keeps playing like he's been playing there's nothing to say no <clears throat> so keep them too fit and you could have a good chance yeah
0: um,
1: I, I don't think it's a fluke Chris anymore it can't be
0: I have to say well you know you're right I mean we've had what uh, we've had a quarter of the season gone haven't we
1: yeah I mean everybody had Leicester pretty much to go down mm. got rid of Nigel Pearson everybody had a little giggle when Airy was appointed and I don't know what it's doing there, but it's, it's after 12 games, this ain't a fluke anymore, and this is the thing you can't... Now, people have got to take them seriously, I think. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're one point off the top, right? Yeah. You know, they're not just third, they're one point off the top, and I'm not being funny, but the rest of them aren't running away with it. They're not great. Um, they keep making mistakes. So, <sighs> it's, yeah, maybe a lot does count on Vardy, but this just seems to be a team that has no fear and they mm-hmm. must be full of confidence and if they've got that and they continue it, you know, then who's to, who's to say now that they, they, they can't finish in in the top spots, you know what I mean? It's it's incredible, but I think If, this is... if
3: you asked any Leicester fan after 12 games, would would you think you're going to have 25 points? I don't think any of them would say this, you know, it's just <laughs> it's incredible how well they've done
0: so mm. far No, I think it's fantastic though. Um, but yeah it's just whether they can keep it up as well and Watford to be fair to Watford have done a case so far this season haven't they they've not done so bad um, well we'll on through a couple of others and then we'll give you a bit of time for Southampton shall we Jack so um, Norwich one Swansea nil uh, yes or no you three is Gary Monk going to get the boot Colin
1: it'd be harsh but there's the spectre of David Moyes hanging around isn't there
0: that's not a spectre I'd like to see
1: um, I'd say he's safe for now
2: Yeah, Chad? Um, yeah, I think with his deep club connections having played for them they'll give him time to work through this but if they're still in a bad patch of form say come December or January it could be curtains Yeah, okay uh, Jack?
3: Same really, to be honest I think he's exactly the same opinion So Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Johnny Howson's score, Colin?
0: Yes, product of the
1: Leeds machine
0: fielder club for norwich
1: yeah he's he's, he's a good um hard working professional um he was just in the right place at the right time, wasn't he got his head on it good goal yeah um but if if you do that and you're in that spot and the balls get in there, then you know you've always got a chance of scoring it so yeah he's a, a bit of an underrated player i think but um he's not he's not going to you know become an England international anytime soon but uh yeah he's he's a good honest premier League professional.
0: Yeah, Um, well, speaking of getting your head in the right place at the wrong time, Cider Berrihino, who saw that header when uh, United beat West Brom Tuner.
2: Yeah, it was a free header, and he just completely mishit it.
0: What do you think he's trying to do? I kind of think, looking back at it, he was trying to turn his head and place it in a particular part, and he just
2: got it all completely wrong. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I'd agree. I think he was trying to maybe turn it to the far left. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and he... Just for whatever reason, it was kind of a, if I do remember correctly, it was kind of bent over. Yeah. So, I mean, not easy, but I could, you could see, I think that's what he was trying to do, is just kind of like cue it in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you were going to play a competition of where's this ball going to end up, I think the last place you would have probably thought is where it actually did end up. <laughs> um would be a
3: tough spot, the to ball, is not it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Everton, well, West Ham won, Everton won, and of course, sorry, Jack, this was the best three ball of the weekend, Delefeu to Lukaku. Uh, it's probably my favourite goal of the... Sorry?
3: I don't mind I got Lukaku in the Dream Team, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, I got him as well. Um But I think... Probably my favourite three-walls, also the fact that the way Lukaku took it as well.
3: Mm.
0: As was well, so straight through the middle, didn't he? And
3: just cracking sort of finish
2: again. It was, yeah. Empathic.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark, who's sometimes on this podcast, he's an Everton fan. Um He's a very bipolar Everton fan, I think you might agree, Colin. But he's either very... Pro Everton or anti Everton, and, and he's he's still not quite on the uh, le, on the Lukaku bus. I think he can probably give or sort of take or leave him.
3: He's still only twenty one though, isn't he yeah, like, He's he scored so many goals, it's unbelievable. It's, I think he's, he's going to have a cracking career.
0: He will do. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there, there's some rumours about PSG being interested, isn't there? Um, <sighs> so I, I, I don't know what's going to happen there.
0: But he's yeah. a player I could see at Man C. John, I was just thinking about Wilfred Bony when we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the, the, the thing with Lukaku is that I think whatever happens, if you're going to get him, you're going to have to get him at a big price.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, because they've bought him for 28000000 million, haven't they?
1: Yeah, I'd love to know what his clause is, if he's got one.
0: Mm. Um, West Ham have not beaten Everton in 15 attempts in the Premier League since 2007. Who scored the winning goal for West Ham last time?
2: Ooh. What year was the last win?
0: 2007.
3: Mm. 2007 West Ham oh my god this is a challenge <laughs> here's
0: a clue he's a former Spurs player Chad
2: hmm nope. maybe <laughs>
0: Scott Parker
2: nope no
0: oh it's
3: a good shout though yeah
1: the Israeli guy
0: the Israeli guy no it's not the Israeli guy this, oh <laughs> <laughs> whoever the Israeli guy Ronnie Rosenthal
3: no um... <laughs>
0: no not him one
3: who used to play Chelsea as well I can't remember his name now Benny Hume. Yeah, yeah, that's one. I, what was I don't think he played him, yeah. for Spurs, did he? No, he, he, it's all, no. he
0: also played for um, QPR and now Brighton. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: when you're sat in Rosetta and the ball hits your head, it's Zamora.
1: Oh Zamora! Oh, yeah. yeah. There
0: you go. <laughs> God, that was our work. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you see these people have to work with Jack. Um, He's played at
2: too many clubs, so we couldn't remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he has, isn't he? I suppose, yeah. Um, Crouch should it go for the most clubs? Surely. <laughs> uh, did he go from Brighton to Spurs, Chad? Sounds about right. I think he did, didn't he? Um, anyway, that's West Ham one, Everton one. Uh, Le- Hill... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
3: say the Lazini trip chip for West Ham was pretty tasty as well, though. <laughs> he yeah, was, yeah, sorry. it was
0: actually. To be fair to him. Um, Sunderland on Southampton won. Tadic with a little penalty there. Um, I thought Sunderland looked okay. Pantillam won. Yeah. Made
3: good saves. We um, sort of scraped this one, didn't we, to be honest, I think. Um, it's great to have Bertrand back. Uh, he's best, well, definitely one of the best players we had last season. To um, so basically get the penalty as well, it sort of did help out. But Tadic has been on pretty decent form as well. It's it's just, player, he? he's, he's one of those, he, when he goes... Off the boil, you won't see him for months, and then mm. all of a sudden he just turns up for one game and scores like three, four goals. It's like yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> but he's been steady form most of the season. It's really decent to see. But um, overall, I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest, with we the fact we've beaten Sunderland eight 0 at some points. You know, it's well they beat you went, at
0: home last season, didn't they?
3: Exactly. Yeah. So it's maybe it's a little bit of payback there, but we yeah. didn't really look convincing, to
0: be honest. No, well, their 35% possession in this game did Sunderland, and a pass accuracy at 66%. So it's. Um, I kind of think Big Sam might be regretting taking that job.
1: I mean, did you, did you say Sunderland were, were okay in this game, Chris?
0: They seem until the penalty, I reckon they, were, they weren't they were so bad.
1: They're rubbish. Well,
0: they're yeah. rubbish, yeah, but I thought they were okay <laughs> until the penalty. That,
1: that, that's the only word for them, rubbish. I don't, I don't mm. care who Big Sam is and, and what he's done in the past. He's not going to keep this team up. Not a chance. a
3: miracle if he does, to be honest. Not, just, not, a chance. And I he, don't see it.
1: And they ain't going to spend money in January either. So I, I, I think uh, they're, they're they, they do. They're, they're poor. And Southampton should they, have battered them.
0: We should have really. Yeah, um, with, uh... It's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, you got the three points?
3: Yeah, that's that's all what matters at the, end of the day. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can perform better in, in other matches, and we've got a tough sort of couple of games coming up. But yeah. We'll see
0: Uh, Colin Yes The Championship What happened to you chaps at the weekend? Leeds, they beat Huddersfield 3-0 We did, yeah And and with a a
1: great goal by Alex Mowat as well Um, His second wonder strike in two games Um, Back-to-back wins Unheard of for Leeds Um, All of a sudden the clouds are starting to lift a little bit Um, no, No one's getting carried away uh, but yeah, good good news for Leeds starting to find themselves, to find their feet a little bit and move away from the relegation zone. Um, yeah, I guess the, the other news from Leeds was the, the, the U-turn by Massimo Cellino, who, mm-hmm. who last week had said that he was going to sell to, to Leeds fans United, um, who were going to, who are a set of Leeds fans to hopefully buy his uh, 75% share of club, um, and he's reneged on that. So uh, as it currently stands He's not very popular with Leeds He said he's not going to attend any more games And the club is for sale So we'll watch this space with interest To see um, who wants to work with hear?
3: Sorry, did did I hear something about him Going to get some cigarettes in a a shop or something? uh, Didn't he get loads of abuse from the guy selling the cigarettes? The the, 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 the the guy selling (laughs) them? Well, I don't he, think there's a guy selling more in the shop or so, some way he got some abuse about it. So he
1: he said he went he went to the shop to get some cigs and uh he felt ashamed because of this whole thing so of smoking. No, not of smoking, <laughs> but um how he's he's tried to sort of do the right thing for the club and then the fans have turned on him and said, you know, f off, you know, and um yeah, he's 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 now gone, but le- more importantly he's going to be um He's going to be banned within a a few weeks, a month, um, by the football league. That's that's definitely going to happen. So he won't mm-hmm. be able to run the club anymore. Um, he can still he still has his ownership share, but some someone else will have to be driving the bus, if you like. Um, but yeah, after after his U-turn, he's uh, with the Leeds fans United. He's not particularly popular. So yeah, it's going to it's going to be interesting. Um, what what happens next?
0: Okay. Um well, so we're in the championship? Uh top of the table Hull beat uh fourth place Borough three uh, nil. Brighton beat NK Dons two one. Uh so they're first and second, two points behind a uh, Burnley who uh drew nil nil and wolves. Um two five twos this weekend, uh or not so much five twos, but they were two fives. Fulham two, Birmingham five, Rotherham two, Ipswich five. Uh so rather unusual there. I don't know if that means anything in particular at all or not. That's well, just it, I'm sure someone will pick up on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it It means Kit Simon's got the sack from Fulham Did he? Yeah um, But interestingly A lot of rumours saying Steve Bruce to Fulham Steve Bruce? Yes, of Hull Which doesn't seem to make much sense But um,
3: why, why would you want to go to Fulham When you're top of the table already It doesn't really make sense
1: <laughs> I, I, I know it doesn't But um, yeah, there are just some rumours that have been Hanging around there Um But yeah, probably a bit harsh on Kit Simons, I think. But um, yeah, he's gone.
0: OK. Right, has anyone got anything else they want to add um, league-wise this weekend before we go and do our Aston Villa team?
3: Um, I hope Brighton do come up in the end because then we have another sort of derby
0: which we might need six points again. I think... (laughs) Are you not stringing that out a little bit far? I mean, the, how far along the south coast do you have well, to go
3: before it's not a derby. A, If you do Bournemouth as a derby, you might as well chuck Brighton in as a derby as well, I guess. But, what about <laughs> the other way? Does it's, it's Plymouth count. Um Well, uh, I think Plymouth is a, is an interesting one because uh, one of my good friends is a Plymouth fan. Yeah, and uh, I sort of we sort of half watch them in League Two every now and then and sort of sort of support them, I guess. Yeah, but you know it's. Derby's Derby, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you take them all,
2: I suppose. <laughs> take them all, yeah. Yeah, Chad. Anything you want to mention quick before we move on? Oh uh, no, I'm just uh, I'm following Burnley this season because I'm interested to see if their plan to kind of not spend last year, knowing that they would go down, and reinvesting over the summer with some pretty good buys mm-hmm. to get back up into the Premier League. So they're just uh, I guess two points out of automatic promotion right now. So uh, that's the club I'm monitor- monitoring. Yeah, they're doing okay, aren't they?
0: Um, Right, well, we'll move on now to our other section of the podcast, which is where we talk about our um, five-side team. What we do is we pick out a different Premier League team each week, and we talk about uh, their best uh, players in a five-side team from the Premier League era. Now, we have one goalkeeper, one defender, and any three others, and you really can... um, Uh, choose if they've played for you for 10 minutes or they've played for you for 10 years. It doesn't really matter. Um, You can have whoever you want. So I've gone for uh, Brad Friedling Goal. Not Glenn McGrath. He's somebody else. Paul McGrath in defence. And then I've got Paul Merson, Gary Parker and Benito Carboni. Uh, Mark has gone for uh Mark Bosnich, Paul McGrath, Ray Houghton, uh, Paul Merson and Dwight York. Adam's gone for Brad Friedel, Olive Melberg, who I kind of struggled with. Um, James Milder, Thomas Hitzesberger and Dwight York. Um couple of listeners have gone for at James Q nineteen eighty six has gone for uh Friedel, Melberg, Gareth Barry, James Milder and Christian Benteke. and at ARPM 57 who uh nicely enough has contributed to all of them, um gone for Bosnich in goal. Paul McGrath, uh, Ian Taylor, Lee Hendry, uh, and Dwight York. Colin, who have you gone for?
1: I went for Brad Guzan. Yeah. Ron Vlaar, Yeah. Uh, Gareth Barry. Fabian Delph. Yep. And Juan Pablo Angel.
0: Okay. Um, Juan Pablo, I forgot about him. <laughs> well, wow. I didn't, though. That's the thing. Just, I did discount him. Uh, Jackie, who have you gone for? I sort of
3: uh, cheated, because I didn't really know Villa that well, to be honest. and hmm. uh, I just put in a load of ex-Saints players in uh, who played for Villa as well. Okay. Um, I couldn't find a keeper, though, so I went for Mark Bosnich. Uh, i got Hassan Kachou. Yeah. Andy Townsend. Yeah. Peter Crouch. Yeah. And I was sort of, I'm in an arm between Mark Draper and Kevin Phillips, but I'll go for Kevin Phillips. You chose the wrong option.
0: Did I? Yeah, Mark Draper. Mark Draper. What a player he is.
2: What or was. Um, <laughs> Chad, who did you go for? I've got uh, Mark Bosnich in goal, in defence, uh, Paul McGrath. Yeah. Uh, midfield, uh, Gareth Barry and Paul Merson, and then Dwight York leading the line.
0: Okay. Um, right, so we'll talk about goalkeepers first. So, I've everybody, Brad Guzan's got one vote, and then we've got Mark Bosnich of four votes, Brad Fieder with three. Mark Bosnich, how on earth did he get four votes? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've gone for him, uh, Chad. Colin, did you go for
2: your, No, you for Brad Guzan. Chad, why have you gone for Mark Bosnich? Um, I think he's he's the best keeper they've had, that's why. Yeah? Better than Brad Friedel. I would say so. Friedel
3: was a... His still a great keeper in the Premier League altogether, but his best years were at other places
0: Friedel's you think yeah uh, he, he, he didn't start too well at Liverpool did he but he kind of blossomed at Blackburn and Villa
3: Blackburn he was, he was more their main goalie there he? and he, he kept him up a lot of the time I think to be honest
0: but... mm. Man, I, suppose, I suppose to be fair to Bosnich he got his move to Manchester United based on what he did at Villa didn't he
3: that's it yeah.
0: to cool. be fair to him Hmm. Likes drugs. Sorry?
1: Likes drugs.
0: He likes drugs, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you what, Mark Bosnich is the only one of all of these to sleep with Sophie Anderton. Ah, he wins. He wins. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Well, Mark Bosnich is our goalkeeper. Put him in. Yeah. Right, there you go. Uh, Right, defence, we've got... Ron Vlaar's got one vote. Um now I have kind of struggled between Olaf Melberg and Paul McGrath. Um I was I could have gone either way. My wife fancies Olaf Melberg, which is why I've gone for Paul McGrath. <laughs> Good reason, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, he was a fantastic player, was Paul McGrath, but were his best years behind him by the time he got to Villa? I guess so. I don't know. Olaf Melberg was there for quite some time, wasn't he? Um Melberg. None of us have voted for. Um, well, none of us have voted for Olaf Melberg. Uh, Ron Vlaar, sorry, Collins only got one vote.
1: Yeah, I, I just like Ron Vlaar because of um, his nickname, Concrete Ron, um, <laughs> because he's so solid. Um, and and you know, in the Dutch team as well. Um, so I, I, right. I, it's just a, a personal favourite of mine. So I, I just want to pop him in there.
0: Well, two of us have voted for Paul McGrath. You can't not have Paul McGrath in in, in the defence in a National Villa team, can you? Nah, he, he's got to he be there. his place. He deserves his place. All right, so we'll go with that. I think this is where the ne- the votes are going to get a bit funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> we've got so these are the next three places anyway. So most votes is Dwight York with five votes, uh, Paul Merson with three. Gareth Barry somehow uh with three, James Moon with two, and then loads and loads of one player votes. So is White York a gimme, me Because he's pretty much everybody voted for him.
3: That's another one though, isn't it? He, like man you days, yeah, brilliant. But then Villa he just he come and he scored a few goals and disappeared again, didn't he? It's like
0: Well he got his move to he got his to United based on Villa, didn't he? Yeah, I
2: yeah guess he so, had some but... fifteen, sixteen goal seasons of Villa.
3: Yeah, he did okay. All right, I'll let him in. <laughs>
2: well, he got to sleep
0: with Jordan as well. That's mm, not so good. <laughs> That's not so good. That's pretty much a case of who hasn't. Um, so you, he's guaranteeing goals for you, isn't he, I suppose? So should yeah. we go with him, shall we? Okay, so seems we need... a solid choice. Sorry? seems a solid choice. So. It seems a solid choice. The people have spoken as well with five mm-hmm. votes, I suppose. Er... Uh, so we've got two sort of midfieldy type players. We've got Gareth Barry with three votes, Paul Merson with three votes, other people. I mean, I put Gary Parker in because I used to watch him at Leicester City and he was a fantastic ball player. Benito Carboni as well, um, was brilliantly talented. Um, you've gone for Merson as well, Chad, haven't you? Why did you go for Merson?
2: Oh, because I wanted a wing in the team and he had a heck of a right foot. So why not? Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: why shouldn't Paul Merson be in there? you two guys didn't vote for him
1: um well, I have a personal um, affection with Fabian delf, who I, I think was is maybe a little bit underrated for villa um I, th- I think he was really strong for them in the in the last few seasons um but I c- appreciate that he's not going to get into this team um but I did go for Gareth Barry.
0: You're Gareth Barry in a five-a-sighting. Um, well, it's extra defence in it, so. Yeah,
1: I think you might have your two midfielders there in Barry and Merson.
0: Do you think?
1: Hey, who 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 is going to break that up?
0: Oh, anybody apart from Gareth Barry.
1: Well, who who else is on the on the scoreboard? Who who else has been nominated?
0: Well, we've got Benito Carboni. No. Gareth uh, Paul Parker. Not Paul Parker, Gary Parker. No. Uh, Thomas Hitzelsberger, Sasa Cercic, Sava Milosevic. You see, you've got a whole lot of straws you're clutching at now, haven't you? Yeah, the Hassan Kutl is not even the best Moroccan that's played in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. is. A Delta is the best Moroccan. <laughs> 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 um, oh, gosh. Well, I've got... Oh, Gareth Barry, really? Is that what we're down to have?
2: Why do you not um, like him? Let's say, I think you. I think there's a problem. Is there a, a personal reason? <laughs> it's
0: boring. Do you not know think? He was good at Villa, though, to be fair. He was, but you've got all these players around that can really play and have got a bit of flair. Um, and we're going for Gareth Barry. You're boring. As, <laughs> he's
3: reliable. Oh, he, he can do everything if you yeah, put him in any position. He did play centre-back for some point. I don't he know, did, didn't he? Was, yeah. So...
0: Gareth Barry yeah, oh go on then I'll write this with a heavy heart then in my permanent marker so we're going with Merson and Barry are we yeah go on then. okay you two guys happy with that as well I'm happy yeah yep, Chad yep that's who I picked so I'm good well yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> in fact your entire team has got in there we go some common sense <laughs> the voice of reason did, um, did anyone
3: just out of curiosity did anyone pick Darius, Darius Vassell
1: no, but I seriously did think about him, you know.
3: Yeah, I was considering it myself, but I was like, mm. uh, <laughs>
1: because when he was on fire, he was vicious. He was good. Mm.
0: Um, I nearly went for Julian Joachim. No Southgate. No Southgate. That's not Gareth Southgate. Not one vote. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Well, I'm going to ruffle my hand through the bag and I'm going to pull out a team for next week and I have got Colin. It's Liverpool.
1: Liverpool.
0: Liverpool. Right, well, this should be fun.
1: Now, that's going to be really difficult because the thing is, for a start, you've got a problem with strikers, haven't you?
3: Yeah, strikers are going to be the biggest problem there.
0: (laughs) No, no.
1: No, because hold on. Surely you've got Rush in there. surely.
3: Rush...
0: Hesky. Hesky. <laughs> Hesky.
1: <laughs> Owen. Fowler. Oh, no.
3: Stop it. Don't, stop being silly. Milan Barros. Eddie Milan Barros. Yeah. Honestly. Um, who's the one from Real Madrid as well? Uh, Morientes.
0: Yes. There you go. See? There we go. So there's uh, some thinking to be done next week. Um, right. Well, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Unless anyone's got any, uh, any other business, have they?
1: No, I, yeah. I guess just to pick up on on one thing maybe is that because uh, I'm sure this is a question that was posted to us, is uh, did we want to say anything about the uh, future of Jose, or where we think it lies?
0: Oh, I, I think we've done this to death, haven't we? I'm going to get told off by Ross for running over.
1: Is is it well? Wow. Is it is it, quickly quickly, guys? Round Robin. Is he is he going to be gone before Christmas? Yes or no? No.
0: No, uh,
2: no.
1: I say yes, I guess, by I'll... the way. Yeah, I guess I...
2: I'll say yes to be contrarian. It's <laughs> a 2-0, two, 2-yes. No, two if if he loses
3: another
0: game, he's gone. Well, it's Norwich right. at home, isn't it, the next game? If they lose yeah. that, then I suppose they could well be. I suppose the thing to think about, this is the year that started with a home defeat to Bradford in the Cup as well, isn't it?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They won the league, but um, they've not been great, have they, at all? Um. Right, well, that's us done for this week. Thank you ever so much, Jack and um, Chad, for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Do you guys want to talk quickly about any other projects you've got going on? Chad, do you want to
2: go first? Sure, yeah. I'm, I am the co host of uh, Two Daft Yanks uh, podcast here in the United States. Uh, we record on Monday nights, like you guys, so check us out at com. We, like you guys, we try to keep things pretty laid back and uh, poke fun at people, so. That's always good. There we go. (laughs) What's your Twitter? You got two Yanks got a Twitter feed, have they? That is right, at two Yanks.
0: And what about you? You've got your own.
2: About my uh, my personal one is at Chadwick's twenty two. At Chadwick's twenty two. Jack, do you want to talk
0: about yours? Uh,
3: Yeah, um, I basically do a Nintendo podcast called N Podcast System. Uh, We record once every two weeks, just on news and views and a few games we've been playing. Um, yeah and I'll do a few little charity things as well uh, Southampton Gaming Hub and Street Bar Southampton and like little societies in Southampton so okay. big shout out to them
0: so. super well thank you so much guys for coming on really really appreciate you both going to come on again sometime hopefully yeah I'll be happy to yeah. yeah yeah it's been a pleasure so yeah anytime oh it's been fantastic um, Colin if they want to follow you on Twitter how do they follow you
1: you can get me at at 707
0: Okay, uh, at Man on the Post is the, uh, Twitter feed for us, which I'm sure you know because you're listening. Um, man is the website. Uh, we appreciate any reviews that we get. Any five star reviews help bump us up the iTunes chart. Um, big shout out to Dave who left us a review the other week calling us an abortion of a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dave, my Twitter is at C Armband. If you want to take that up with me, that's absolutely fine. Um, as I'm sure you're still listening, just to see if you get this read out. Uh, Colin, can we send him a fridge magnet if he gets in touch? Absolutely, brilliant. Dave, send us a DM with your personal address on. We'll send something out to you.
3: I, th- I think I did um, give you a five star, and I think not
0: <gasps> Colin. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh Colin, well, well, Colin.
1: well please um, DM Man on the Post, and we'll uh, we'll make sure we get one get okay, one out you.
0: to you. Man on the Post, the podcast that sticks to its promises. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, congrats, congrats on the award as well, because you guys deserve it. So.
3: Oh, thank, thank you.
0: you so much. That's very thank kind you. of you. Yeah, very kind of you. Um, so that's it from everybody. Thank you very much, Chad. Yeah, thank you. Thank you as so much, Jack. Thank you very much. Thank you as so much, Colin. You're welcome. And always remember to keep your man on the post.
1: Woo-hoo! Coming soon to the Man on the Post podcast. He was there from the very beginning until the end of last season when he got a bit bored. But the return of Ross.
0: Uh, how am I in a queue for England Island tickets? Fuck's sake, FA. Get out
1: of that queue, quick! <laughs> yeah, but well, it took me a long time to get Carlton Palmer out of my head. <laughs>
0: Oh, that is a good-looking cake. I'm starving. <laughs> I plan. haven't any food. Don't click on that link. Okay.